0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to talk about a film, and before we even get into this, okay. I've got to tell everybody yes. that you might see as good a film, but you'll not see a better one. I'm talking about Toy Story 3.
1: Here, here, I agree 100%. This is a fantastic, wonderful, marvelous film.
0: Film. Wait a minute. You say you don't like animation? Mm-hmm. You don't want to go see a cartoon? forget about it. You're going to love this movie if there's something in this movie that doesn't really touch you. I don't mean just tickle you or make you laugh. Mm -hmm. That touches you. Mm -hmm. There's something the matter with you. I agree. All right, let's talk about it. Okay. Of course, it stars the old group from the first two Toy Stories. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Joan Cusack, Don Rickles, and some new people.
1: Well, it's their voices. Their
0: voices, sure. The new people are Ned Beatty, Mm -hmm. who plays a big, overstuffed bear Mm -hmm. that you think is just adorable and he turns out to be not so adorable. He has
1: an evil bear twin.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And Michael Keaton who plays Ken opposite Jodie Benson's Barbie. Mm -hmm. If you don't love these two people if you're not going to be on the floor laughing at these two people again if you go see the movie and don't like it you are in a bad mood. Go again.
1: I agree with you. The satire of this film is really extraordinary on every level so that there's something for the children to enjoy and certainly for the people taking the kids to the movie.
0: Oh yeah. This is a a great film for anybody. If you're an adult, you're going to catch such funny references to older movies, to things that are happening that kids aren't aware of. And kids, if you don't catch those jokes, you'll catch the more basic ones. I can't say enough good stuff about this film. Well,
1: tell me about the plot.
0: <laughs> uh, all right.
1: <laughs> I know you're so excited about the movie. Absolutely. But we have to tell everyone what the story
0: is about. Well, the story is about this group of Tom Hanks, of course, is Woody, the sheriff. Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear, the astronaut. They have been the property of this little boy for many, many years.
1: We're talking about Andy.
0: Andy, yes. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Andy has grown up.
1: And he's on his way to college.
0: Yes. And when you go to college, You kind of don't think about your toys Well, you can't
1: take your toys with you. With the exception of Woody, all the other toys have been packed up and left for Andy's mom to put in the attic. Unfortunately, she sees the bag of toys and thinks, hmm, this looks like trash. And she mistakenly throws the bag out on the front lawn to be picked up by the garbage trucks. And from there, the toys are on a mighty adventure.
0: It's a terrific adventure. They manage to escape the garbage, and they wind up at a daycare center. It's called the Sunnyside Daycare Center. And at first, they're very excited because they think, well, there are a lot of kids here. Mm-hmm. they are going to be new toys to them. They're going to get played with a lot. They're going to have a wonderful life.
1: And that's what these toys really want. They want to be needed, that's I That's right. And here you have the fable of these children coming in and playing with the toys, but unfortunately, the kids are untamed. They're wild, and they mistreat the toys, so all is not so much fun at the Sunnyside Daycare Center.
0: Actually, it turns out to be more like a prison.
1: Exactly. If you
0: see this and you recall some moments from... Cool Hand Luke starring Paul Newman, you'll remember it and you'll laugh because you're seeing toys go through this. But on top of all the laughter, Anne, Mm -hmm. this is a very sad state of affairs because if you happen not to be a toy, but you happen to be a senior citizen, you feel exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. You want to be loved. You want to be needed. You don't want to be useless anymore because you don't feel useless. Right. And If you're aware of that situation, this is really going to get you.
1: I think it's fascinating to me that we have an animated film here. Why is it that so many live-action movies in comparison to this film are so lousy? And there's another part of that argument, and that is, why do so many writers, in this case we have Michael Arendt and John Lasseter, who penned this wonderful wonderful movie. Why is it that they are able to write a movie that's far more emotional, that stars cartoon characters and not real actors up on the screen? I suspect it's because audiences today are not comfortable looking at people in a touchy-feely situation. They would rather deal with emotions through animated characters because that's a step away from real people.
0: I think you're absolutely right, ann and I think that's very sad.
1: Well, it is. I think, too, that back in the day, animated cartoon shorts were exactly that. They were five minute features that we got to see before the actual movie began. Of course. Now Hollywood is producing hundreds of animated features with all these animals and ogres and little inanimate objects walking and talking, but also dealing with very emotional issues, very grown up issues. Oh, yeah. And it's just amazing to me that that's the way that the industry has so totally changed from the way it was 30, 40 and 50 years ago.
0: I think you're right. It makes me long... For the older movies, which is why I have so many of them at home, and I sit home and watch them. Right. And I think, wow, these are really good. Often they're not great movies, but you look at actors who were around mm-hmm. back in the 40s and the 50s and even in the 30s, and you think, wow, those people really grab your attention. You ever seen a Gary Cooper movie? Good movie or bad movie? Mm-hmm. Good actor or bad actor? You couldn't take your eyes off Gary Cooper.
1: Well, I think, too, that the business has so completely changed since the days of Gary Cooper. Oh, yeah. So here we have in Toy Story. Three. the toys dealing with the fact that, as you said earlier, they feel unused and unimportant. They've been tossed aside, and nobody likes to feel that way. It's also about young men reaching that chapter in their life where they're no longer adolescents. Yeah. Here you have Andy going off to college, and he's sort of asked to put that chapter of his childhood aside, that he's going off to college and to become a man. So that's another issue that we deal with here, the fact that boys really really have a problem saying goodbye to their childhood, probably more so than women.
0: I think they do. And I think that all of us who do so, and I think most of us do, and we go on and we get married and we have children and we have careers and then we become grandparents, there is something in all of us that (laughs) we really long for our old toys. We really long for that kind of innocence that children had.
1: Well, it was a time of no responsibility, actually. You were just able to be at one with the toys. It was also a time in your life, I think, when you could be completely imaginative and no one was judging you. You know, you could become the voice of your toy or your fire engine. You could relive and create adventures in your mind that nobody else was privy to. It was a very private fantasy world where your imagination could run wild. That's what Toy Story 3 is talking about. That's one of the issues they talk
0: about. Yes. There are so many issues they talk about here. We could talk for another two hours, and I don't want to take up that much of your time because I want you to go see the movie.
1: I agree, and I think we have to talk for a second about the Ned Beatty character who plays Lotso, that mean old bear that runs the Sunny Day Care Center. This is the center of the movie, actually, the core of the film, and that's when the toys suddenly realize that they are like prisoners, and they have to stage an old-fashioned jailbreak. Now the movie takes on a totally different tone. It's much more ominous. It's much darker. It's still entertaining. It's still exciting, but it's a little bit different than the first kind of frolicking hour. So now you have the toys trying to escape and Woody comes in to help them, etc, etc. This is great, great movie making. You're right, Anne. And there's a scene in there, Les, that will just tug at your heart. It's when the toys suddenly realize that they have reached a dead end one more time that it looks like they're going to be all wiped out. And instead of separating, they join hands so they can face their fate together. What a great comment on friendship and facing the inevitable being one. There are so many moments in this film that are bittersweet and that are important moments as well. It's a poignant film, but it's a grand piece of movie making.
0: Yes, I agree with you. This
1: is the kind of movie you want to look at over and over again. So for me, Toy Story 3 gets a fantastic, absolutely vibrant
0: green light. I'm giving it a green light also. I can't say enough good things about Toy Story 3, directed by Lee Unkrich and starring some of your favorite voices and some of my favorite actors, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Joan Cusack, Ned Beatty, Don Rickles, Michael Keaton, Jody Benson, and a lot of other people. Do not miss this one. Two triumphant green lights for Toy Story 3. We'll be back shortly with another film. Will we like it as much as this one? I don't even know what it is. We probably won't. (laughs) But I hope we like it a lot.
1: It's hard to top this movie and you constantly say to yourself while you're watching this film, why can't every movie be as great as Toy Story 3? You're
0: right. Well, until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Hopes, we're going to run into you having a really amazing time like we did at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rock Star and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star, starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams.